Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with the stylish vegan and branding consultant, Jamika Witten. She is a journalist by trade, branding consultant, and publicist by choice. She owns JSW Media Group, a boutique public relations and brand management agency based in Charlotte, North Carolina, with a national clientele. She has over 20 years of experience in new media, publishing, brand management, and strategic communications with strong ties to the music, entertainment, sports, and fashion industries. She is also a self-proclaimed social media enthusiast who works on several philanthropic causes nationwide. More importantly, she's been vegan since birth, writes poetry in her spare time, and loves to live life and color into the fullest. She's got a great story. Enjoy this interview. Hey, it's great to meet you. Thank you for taking a minute out. Where are you coming out of? I am located in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. I always hear so many good things about North Carolina. I've never been to the Carolinas. Oh, you have to come through. We, it's, you get a little bit of everything in this state. You know, um, yeah. you can go to the rural areas and see beautiful, you know, the mountains, the, the coastal areas. But, you know, we have city, too. So I'm in Charlotte, which is definitely a city, not a town, definitely yep. a city. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I'm coming out of Kansas City, Missouri, so we kind of have the same thing. There's a little bit of a lot going on here. So, um, uh, but, but yeah, in speaking of a lot, I want to begin our conversation with what we've lived through for the last three and a half years or so getting through a global pandemic. How did you get through it, and how did it change you? Oh, that is such a loaded question for me because I feel like I did a lot of self-reflection, probably like most of us did, right? Because the pandemic just came out of nowhere and it really hit us all hard. But for me, it was a time for renewal and rest that I hadn't had in years. And I think it's when... a particularly when you're an entrepreneur and you're self-employed and, you know, you're just going hard, you're grinding, you're trying to make it happen, you sometimes forget that rest is just as important as everything else. And um, for me, I got through the pandemic by prioritizing rest for the first time. And what that did for me was it forced, number one, the pandemic forced me to sit down somewhere. Right. It's, it's like you can't keep moving at the same pace that you were moving because you logistically can't. Right. So when I was able to do that and just sit and prioritize rest, I was able to better prioritize my life and my business and where I wanted to go. And the pandemic actually ended up being really good for me and giving me a new focus. Um, and helping me to identify the things that really matters. So you're the stylish vegan, but you're also a journalist, and you're also a PR. So let's get an exact better handle, get to the marrow of the matter. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders. It's career day. And one of the kids curiously looks up and asks you, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer them? I would say I am a communicator and a strategic storyteller, first and foremost. And I do that through public relations. I do that through strategic communications. And I do that through um, sharing narratives and building brands. So when you were in the third grade, what was your dream? What did you want to be when you grew up? 
I really thought that I was going to be Oprah. <laughs> I honestly thought that I was going to have some sort of talk show or be um, a broadcast journalist, possibly be on Entertainment Tonight. That's what I that's what I thought I wanted for myself because I started off in in college. I started off in broadcast journalism and then ended up moving to communication studies. Um, but I really thought I was going to be on television. So let's go back to where you were born and raised and how these seeds of wanting to be on camera, to be a journalist, to deliver a talk show, to do the things that you're doing now in PR, all of it's kind of in the same breadbasket. How did all of that become and evolve into who you are today? I, I really think it started with my mom. My mom was, um, she was a performer. She was a musician. She was uh, always um a quintessential entrepreneur, she definitely lived life on her own terms and by the beat of her own drum. So I saw that as a prime example. You know, I grew up doing my homework in the back of a club while she was performing or doing my homework while the band was practicing. So I've always been around that type of energy. Um, I started performing and doing, you know, smaller things, theater, modeling, that kind of thing as a child. And, you know, in high school as well. So it's something that was always part of the mix. It, it wasn't something that I discovered. It was just always part of life, you know, always um, performing. But it wasn't just about being seen. It was more about how can you tell an impactful story and share that with people. And it was just, just so happened that the vehicle I used at that time was performance. But later it was you know, words, and uh, words on paper. So talk to me a little bit about heroes. Who have been inspirations or heroes for you in your life? Undoubtedly my mom. Um, you know, she passed away in, 20, um, in 2016. And I have to say that that woman is the best person I've ever met in my life. And, you know, people always talk about, you know, these famous folks that they look up to as heroes. And, yes, there are, are lots of people I admire for their work and for what they've done in to better society. But my hero is my mom. She was selfless. She was funny. She was incredible. She gave back to her community in very tangible and simple ways. She fed people who were hungry. She gave people hugs who needed um, to feel loved. She was a light, and she smiled, and everybody's world lit up when you looked at her and talked to her. You were forever changed just from one meeting. So I would have to say she's my hero. So what has been to this day one of your proudest journalistic feats? the story, the interview, the angle, what is that for you? Oh, my gosh. Um, that's a hard question because I put my heart and soul into everything, even the small task, if, if that makes sense. Um, I think for me it's just being able to – effectively put something together and hit a deadline is always <laughs> that's always pleasant for me. 
that's that's I'm just like, you know what? I have done well today. I, I did what I was supposed to do when I hit the deadline. So I feel good with that. But recently I've done some impact stories for a client of mine called um the Center for Digital Equity. And it's a nonprofit organization here in Charlotte um, that's run by Queen's University. And what they do is they try to make technology as accessible to everyone as possible. And it was really born from the pandemic, you know, when people were did not have the access and you could only reach out remotely. And so, you know, going into these underserved communities and making sure that people are connected digitally, which also translates to being connected globally, was super important. So I, I wrote a bunch of impact stories for the annual report. And I'm pretty proud of that because it's, I love showcasing people who are actually doing things. They're not talking about what they're doing in the community. They're, show, they're showing by the work. That's the way of it right there. It's all about action. Um, so what would be the dream interview, the dream person that you could sit down with? I think I know the answer, but I'm going to put it out there. That you could interview, spend some time with. Who would that be? Anybody on the planet? Ooh. That, again, is a difficult question. <laughs> I know I, keep, I sound like a broken record where I'm like, I don't know. I'd like to talk to my mom. <laughs> but uh, other than the obvious of my mother, I would love to chat with, you know, I would like to talk to Michelle Obama. And okay. I'd like to talk to her because I just, I want to, you know, I've read her book. And I'd love to see how she just navigates life in the spotlight with and dealing with adversity the way that she does without compromise. That's been and with grace and with beauty. And I just think that there's something beautiful about that. And I would love to dig deeper than what I've seen in the general interview. Yeah, she's like a fighter pilot. She's always cool under pressure. You just, that, that's the thing. She's one of those people that, you know, when you really probably dig beneath the layers, it's tough, but they make it look easy. It's just, it's probably just part of her DNA at this point. Oh, absolutely. I, I could totally see that, but I just want to, I'd love to ask her when she got to that breaking point, what helped her stay the course? For sure. So, Talking about someone like Michelle Obama that's obviously high octane, what is your motivation every day to wake up, to do the work that you do, to seek out the stories, to help clients, to do all of those things, to all obviously self-edify yourself? How does all of that work? What is the fuel for you? I want to be impactful. I want to, you know, I don't have any biological children of my own. So I want to make sure that everything that I do still leaves a legacy, and I want that legacy to be one of service, to be one of compassion, to be one of, you know what, Jamika came, she did things, but she did things with integrity. She lived her life authentically, and she put smiles on people's faces, but she did things to help, not hinder. 
What's the best advice you've ever gotten? Take a nap. <laughs> the work will still be there when you wake up. That's good. I like that. So of all of these things that you've done and evolved and overcome and become in your life, what are you the proudest of? I'm super proud that I was actually able to make the transition from working for someone else for so many years and now living life on my own terms professionally. I get up every single day and I answer to myself. And good or bad, you know, it's on my terms. So if I don't do what I'm supposed to do, then I have to deal with those consequences. But it feels good to have that freedom. And, you know, and it's not about the money necessarily. It's about having the freedom to chart my own course and not be beholden to the the shackles of corporate America or just that everyday grind and being able to choose the work that I do to make sure that everything that I do is impactful or I'm helping someone. And, you know, it's great to get paid for it as well. So, you know, I, I am realistic in the sense that I do have to pay bills. I do have to pay mortgage and car note and all that kind of good stuff. But I get to do it on my own terms. Um, even when it's hard, I still wake up and choose to be free. So let's say you have a dream tonight. You run into the senior high school version of you, and you could give that young version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained in your life up to this point. What advice would you give your younger self? Ooh. I would tell myself to go to more parties. Um, Go to the beach more. Take the trip. Enjoy being young. Don't always think about, you know, be cognizant of the future, but don't always think about what's next. Learn how to live in the moment and enjoy yourself and enjoy your friends and flirt and smile and have a great time and really enjoy where you are because life is fleeting and you are not going to get that moment again. So, Everyone out there has a perception of you, family, friends, all of your clients, colleagues, but ultimately you run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I think I'm a big old nerd, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I I really do. I love um, Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and fantasy and science fiction and I can sit in an empty room with no music on and just read for for pleasure for days upon days if I get the chance. But um, my perception of me is just, I'm just, I'm a big goofball who's still just trying to get it right every day. You know, I I like what I like. I, I can be a little stubborn. I can be a little high maintenance, but... I'm doing it with a smile, and it's with the best of intentions. I love that answer. So if anyone out there wants to hire you, look into what you're doing, see your work, anything about your world, where can they go? Yes, please uh, go to my website, um, jswmediagroup.com. That is where 
You could hire me for editorial things, but main my main gig is I am a public relations executive, a communication strategist, and a brand manager. So if you need help telling your story and getting people to notice you, that's where you go, jswmediagroup.com. However, I am also a vegan. So please, please, please look me up on Instagram as uh, at stylish underscore vegan, and it's everything food, culture, and lifestyle from a vegan perspective, particularly from my perspective as a lifelong vegan. Well, the proof is in the pudding. Putting out good stories, you got a wonderful story. Thank you so much for opening up. Thank you for giving us your story. Best of luck. Have a great 2024. I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. I had a ball. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Yeah.